hard and she talks. This is Kiss and Tell Radio. Hey guys, welcome to Kiss and Tell Radio episode 4. I am back in Los Angeles. Hey, Char. Hey. How are you? I am A-OK. So I guess like now you're pretty much like the West Coast representative of Kiss and Tell Radio. Yeah, I guess you could say that. What's been going on in LA? Because I've been in New York. You know, LA has been the same stuff and just a different day. Mm-hmm. I heard the Harris Twins are in town. The Harris Twins are in town. <laughs> I love them. Shout out to Jonte and Jameson. I love They are Jameson. celebrating their 24th birthday. So, um, yeah. Cool. So, I mean, we, well, your, um, your show came out since we last recorded. Which one? Char says so? No, not Char says so. When you're talking about the Bad Girls Club. After Buzz. After yes, Buzz. Yes, I'm a, And I'm going to be on I Am Kate uh, tomorrow live. Wait, what? After Buzz. Not on the actual show. Oh! <laughs> It's the After Buzz show, like the after show of I Am Kate, I will be on tomorrow, only tomorrow as a special. Giving commentary. Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, but yeah, every Tuesday until this season is over, I will be doing the Bad Girls Club after show. Absolutely. With Kristen Kelly, Jesse Janity, and Stephanie Giorgi, Bitch my co-host. Have my money. <laughs> yeah, New York has been quite the doozy. I actually found out this morning that I'm in a, um, I'm in a museum. My photograph so is cool. in the museum in New York City, um, which I like, started crying. I'm such a pansy, but I started like crying this morning, and I was like, oh my god, I can't believe that my picture's in a museum, but I'm fine now. That's amazing. Yeah, thank you. And welcome back to LA. If, thank you. If only for 72 hours you know, I was or in whatever. The, the Cheetah in August um, premiere last night. How was that? Um, it was really what good. What is that? Okay, Explain so to us I, what that is. Sorry, first of all, when I mentioned Cheetah in August, Char said, the Cheetah girls, like, no, we're not trying to be like Cinderella. I didn't uh, know what, <laughs> what the hell you were talking about. Okay, so Cheetah, the concept of Cheetah in August is very, I think it's genius, first of all, but the way that they portray it is about this boy who has, like, five names because, like, he's working, has another name, his birth name, with his, and he has a magical bussy. Oh, so and Bussy is boy pussy, um, but basically like he has sex with these dudes and he heals them and he basically takes away all of Dear their God. like. So- but like the concept sounds real ratchet, mm-hmm. but like but it was it's done in a tasteful way, like a clever way, extremely tasteful. And so like he just like there's that one point where like the ex boyfriend like keeps coming back because like he's having problems and he knows that his boyfriend will his ex boyfriend will heal him. Mm-hmm. Um, Cheetah. His name is Cheetah because he was a fast track runner. Um, he also goes by August, who is, I'm assuming is his birth name. And then Mahogany is the name he uses at work. Okay. So That's my mother's line name. Mahogany? Shout out, yes. Shout out to Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. It's my mother's line. She was number five mahogany from the Beta Upsilon chapter at Langston University. So shout Where is Langston out to University? It is in Oklahoma. Okay. Near Dallas, not okay. too far from Dallas. You know, I'm such an LA boy. Like, I, everything in the middle. I went to college there. I know, with Landon. Yes, Landon was my first roommate. Landon's but dope. I went to college there. My parents met there, thus I was conceived. Mm-hmm. Oh. And um, not there. They graduated, oh, I was got like, what married, dorm room? and then, no, graduated, <laughs> got married, and then 
I was conceived. Oh, that's beautiful. So I ended up going there. But <laughs> the, that wasn't my reason. So this is getting off topic. Yeah, it is. So, we're, so Mahogany. Mahogany, yeah. So <laughs> Mahogany, yeah. Mahogany was there. It's a good web series. Check it out. Um, I believe it is um, Vissimo on demand.com slash cheat in August. You can subscribe to it. Congrats to the castmates, the producers, the writers, everyone involved in that. It was a really good show. I was really impressed. Um, so, first topic of our conversation on Kiss and Toe Writers today is Amaya Scott um, yes. on the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Um, Team Z broke the news um, earlier this week. Earlier actually. this week, yes. So, we're not. We don't know exactly if she is a actual housewife or if she is just, um, you know, involved in the filming process, like, on the show. But I thought that was kind of huge for a Kind of. Extremely huge. I like the fact that you have to watch the language because so many people are assuming that she is holding a peach. But just because Uh you're part of the cast, like you just said, that does not mean that you're holding the peach because they have about 12 girls on there almost this season. There's, there's, uh, we've seen Sheree filming. We've seen, you know, Sheree Whitfield, who used Mm -hmm. to be on there. Sheree Whitfield, Marlo Hampton. Um, Kim Who Fields. Who check me, boo? Kim Fields, mm-hmm. Regine, mm-hmm. has been spotted filming, and then all of the other girls, even Cynthia's sister, uh, Mallory, or Melody, whatever her name is, has been spotted filming, but they're saying that Amaya has shot two scenes, mm-hmm. well, has filmed scenes, I should say, with Kenya, Kenya Moore, and with Candy Burris. So, she's that. not a housewife, she's never been married, but um, I know but I would love Kenya. to see her. That is true. But I would love to see Amaya on... I can't wait to see Amaya. What I'm not anticipating is social media because so many people troll her on the daily, but... Really? Okay, well, we'll explain because Amaya, like, I see her from, like, social media. She is a gorgeous woman. Um, She is. And she's also very sweet. She's also, I've I've interacted with her twice in person in Uh Chicago and, you know, she follows me on social media and we actually have a lot in common. We're both trans black trans women mm-hmm. we're both capricorns we were born oh, in the Lord. same year mm-hmm. and our mothers are virgos like we have a lot in common actually you know when you look at things like yeah, that yeah. so soul sisters um in certain aspects my birthday is the second hers is the 11th mm-hmm. and um yeah she's just like i said she's always been sweet to me and i've always defended amaya because but what do people say about her um they just constantly troll her there's certain facets and certain pockets of black twitter especially young black twitter Mm -hmm. that just troll her just troll 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 her say so many transphobic and hateful and harmful things to her like her life has been threatened just for existing and as a trans woman i can't sit back and let that happen and then as a trans woman who actually likes and respects amaya Mm -hmm. i'm not on my watch so but, you know, you can't fight every battle, but I have to, like, be in the mood or see something really, really troubling. Because she does a great job of handling herself. I love mm-hmm. that she doesn't feed into that. She's Beyonce. She Beyonce does not feed into Beyonce that. Beyonce to the bullshit. Beyonce she, to the bullshit. Yes. She I does not that. feed into that. But I'm I'm excited to see her. Yeah. Um, I think and, that's huge. And especially, like, on the... Because it's the housewife. Like, that... I mean, obviously, not all housewives on the shows are housewives or married or even dating. But the fact that they associate a trans woman with a housewife connotation, I think, is... 
But yeah, I feel like we also got to watch it because so many of those women are not really secure in their own relationships. Like, it should be interesting to see how Peter... I know, but it's about that relationship. It should be interesting to see how Peter and Todd... Well, I think Todd will be okay. I can see Peter getting Which messy. Which one's Todd? Candy's husband? Yes. Okay. Peter is... Do you, you don't watch Housewives of Atlanta? I mean, I know. I, I, I get love... what I get from social media with what's going on, so I'm aware of what's happening, but, like, I don't necessarily I'm going to miss show. NeNe. I will say that. NeNe had the best oh, yeah. gifts, memes, But guess sayings. what? NeNe announced that she was going to be gone the next day and now she had a show with uh, Betty White. Right. So, like, she's fine. But I know, but I'm still going to miss her from reality TV. She's hosting a game show with Betty White and Anthony Anderson on ABC. I mean, she'll going to bring her flavor to anything she puts into. She brought her flavor to... I'm going to to miss her on reality TV. It's reality when people win cars and computers. Everything that she has been a part of has, except for Housewives, has practically tanked, if I'm not mistaken. The new normal yeah, the tank. Yeah, the new normal tank. She had only a guest spot on Glee as Roz, Coach Roz Washington. The Apprentice was good. Well, it tanked that after isn't... Donald Trump. And then The Apprentice is also reality TV. Oh, you're talking about her acting career. Yeah, I'm talking about like other things. And The Apprentice worked because she had something one to counteract her. Remember, she was beefing with one of my favorite people, Star Jones. Mm-hmm. I love Star Jones. And what about um the Jackson sister, too? LaToya. Mm-hmm. She beefed with everybody. That was a good season of Celebrity Apprentice. It was. Nene, LaToya, Star. Um, they had a few other people on there. A few other people. But I loved that season. That was one of my favorite. I didn't miss an episode. Right, I heard that. Well, back to um, Amaya. Congratulations. We're excited to see you on the show. Um, Excited to see how they portray. And incorporate her into the storyline. Yeah, into the storyline for sure. I I mean, definitely like a friend. Yeah, she'll be fine. Like, I just want to, I think I'm more excited to see if, you know, who you're dating. Those type of questions come up. Well, Amaya's not talking. So that that ain't. She's not talking. What you mean she's not when talking? When I say well, as far as dating, because TMZ reported like she's been linked to rappers and things like that. Amaya's not talking. She does not kiss and tell, and nor do mm-hmm. I. Uh, but she's not going to be talking for the sake of ratings. She's just not that type of girl. Hmm. Okay. Well, but it should we, we be shall if it's see. A, if it's around the way type guy, then most likely. I mean, yeah, she was openly dating Micah Dixon. Which was around the way type of guy, her ex boyfriend. But if they ask her things regarding celebrities, I can I can put I'll put fifty dollars on it. I mean, not Amaya's necessarily not celebrities. Talking. I'm talking about actually like dating like a man. Oh yeah, there. I mean, there's nothing for her to to hide. She's no one's secret. Yeah. Well, but good for you. Be, Kudos, girl. Yeah, should be very very interesting. I'm interested to see how more so how the public is going to receive her. They'll be fine. You know, it's one thing to say it, and then it's another thing to see it. We saw it with Bruce and Caitlyn. Bruce said on the interview with Diane Diane Sawyer, everyone knew that Caitlyn was coming. Mm -hmm. But when Caitlyn arrived, people lost their minds. So, But I think more in a good way. I mean, she still gets criticism for sure. Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? But I'm saying people, the general public, my social media, I unfriended so many people who I thought were allies because they were just Mm -hmm. doing too much. So it's one thing, that's what I'm saying, it's one thing to talk about, it's one thing for TMZ to report it, and it's another thing to physically see the manifestation on your television screens. And that's just I what I want to see fine. with... I think we Kate is doing tremendous in ratings. With so. Amaya, that's just what I'm, I want to yeah. see with Real Housewives. Okay, well, cool. Um, so one of the other reasons why I'm here is my friend Justin and Joy of the Love Jays are getting married. Um... 
So Justin and Joy, we go way back. I remember like one of my highlights was Justin's 20th surprise birthday party. His birthday's in February, mine's in January, so I had just turned 21. I remember I bought a bottle of UV Blue, drank the whole entire thing to myself, mm-hmm. stumbling. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah, but they've been together since like college days. I met them, they were together. Beautiful couple, fine as hell. They were both doing very well out here in Los Angeles. We all came from Orange County, all migrated to L.A., um, and they're doing their thing, and now they're getting married all these years later, so kudos to them. But it's funny because um, I was actually at their, um, I mean, I have have had several friends get married, mm-hmm. and, you know, all of them during the process has have always said, have a destination wedding, or, you know, don't do it some grand thing because like you still have to live your life and that is nine months of planning mm-hmm. a huge event that incorporates so many people and you still have to live your life on top of that that is so much money so i mean we have marriage versus wedding and those two separate things um i think as i get older the less I think about an actual wedding and um the other day I actually um thought about this concept and I thought about a women's studies course I took and the significance or I guess the symbolic meaning of a wedding mm-hmm. of giving away a bride and she's mm-hmm. dressed up like um 80s pageant Barbie mm-hmm. and she's like a present to a man from the family mm-hmm. and that whole concept of like giving away a sacrifice out of that and I was like I'm already a gay man and like it took this long to conform to I guess social norms like for tax purposes yeah I would you know get married but the sorry get married but the whole concept of a wedding I just feel like that money time and energy could be spent towards somewhere else so Shar, are you a girl who always you know you woke up every morning you dreamed you have your have your, your wedding dress picked out you want the carriage no. and the doves to fly out of a castle, no. out your ass, whatever you I have do. never, ever, and my sisters, I, I can speak for them in this area too. We, none of us were hopeless romantics growing mm-hmm. up. None of us were that type of like Kim Kardashian type girl. We were very feminine and very girly, but we never, I think that's because that's how my mother is. My mother's about her business. So we are uh-huh. a direct reflection. We are a direct result of my mother. Uh-huh. And so we, my parents always raised my sisters and I to look at the bigger picture of things. Of course, incorporating a partner, but, um, or a spouse, whatever you want to call it, but more so making sure that all of our I's were dotted and all of our T's were crossed before mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. invited someone else into that space. How so, love we want prenups. No, mm-hmm. I, and I, I do believe in prenups. Mm-hmm. But what I will say is in my adult life, I do find myself going back and forth. Some days I want the big showboat wedding and some days I'm like, let's just go to the justice of the peace. Right. Like I go back and forth with that, but... So, but, but how back and forth are you? Like, what's the, like, if you have to do, like, a 60-40, is it wedding or just a piece? Oh, I never thought about that. Um, like, what are you more leaning to? I think I would say wedding. I love weddings. Uh-huh. I love, I'm, one of my best friends is getting married on in October, mid-October. 
Um, and so I'll be a part of that. And I, I just love weddings, mm-hmm. especially when I know like the story. I know her and her fiance. Right. We all went to college together. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen their love through the ups, the downs, the good, the bad. So to see them coming, they have a daughter. Mm-hmm. Like everything just, it, it all just worked out for them. Like I'm getting a little emotional thinking about it right now because I do love both of them very much. Right. But as far as that, I just, I can't pinpoint a 60-40. Because I don't give it that much thought to give it a 60-40. It's not like I wake up every day and I'm thinking about me. I don't even have a man. I don't even have a boyfriend, okay? (laughs) Even though I'm going out with Nick tonight. He's another Armenian. But, uh... (laughs) Your tea. These Armenians. (laughs) I don't know. Are they, like... They, one just hollered at me yesterday. He just came and, like, scooped me up in a a G-Wagon when I was leaving the club. What color was it? It's white. Mm. His name is Maurice. Mauricio, Marie, whatever. Oh, but I'm going out with Nick tonight. <laughs> Make for sure you like barbecue. confirm his name before you end up at. The no, next it's place. in my text messages. Gotcha. I just met him last night, though. Like I, I just met him. Where last were you last night? night? Leaving Blow. With Pierre. okay, I was like Blow Penthouse. I was like, okay, I'm not gonna just okay. Yeah, we're gonna have another Khloe Kardashian moment on so, air. So yeah, so um. Like I said, I don't. I've never get given it that much thought as far as sixty forty. I do go back and forth with it though. But I, I must say, I never looked at marriage like that. Like how you, I should say, weddings mm-hmm. as far as the giving away. Like I, I just always thought about okay, you're supposed to be a virgin as a woman. You're supposed to be a virgin, and white mm-hmm. means pure. I never looked at it as the sacrificial thing that you just said. Like that's like right. kind of like an aha moment to me. I yeah. never looked at that as the father giving away. Like. And even how with proposals, you have to get the parents' blessing. Like right. that's the traditional thing to do, you know. So I don't know. It's it's a little objectification in there, if you ask me. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Like I said, like I n- I've never, I've never sat there and like planned out my wedding by myself. I've had I've dated people who like knew exactly what they wanted mm-hmm. out of a wedding, which I think to me is a little interesting because you, you know are having those type of conversations. Yeah. I've never had that conversation. Well, I haven't had a boyfriend in a while, but I've never. Yeah, had that I mean, like I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm either like super single, like I am now, mm-hmm. or I'm like in it to win it, and like I see mm-hmm. nothing else. And like I've had like two year relationships. So, do you, you want to get married? The older I get, the more I'm okay with. If that never happens, I will will be perfectly and more than fine. Me too. Like, when I was younger, I, like, had this whole thing, like, I had a, my whole life mapped out. Like, you know, I want to be here, here, here. I want to... That screws I wanted us up a, so I wanted much. a Bentley by 25, because I was like, I can do that. That Please, screws can't us up shit. so much when you, when you try to plan things, mm-hmm. especially for me, I've, I've learned with just my adolescence and my early 20s, putting ages on things, it will really mind right. fuck me. If I this, say, by 27, I want this. By mm-hmm. 24, I want this. And I, I don't acquire that by that age that really did some damage to me so i had to chill out with all of that well you know what i realized too is that like the older you get or the least for me the older i get the younger i realize i am Mm because like when i was 16 i'm like 30 years old like oh my god that's so old 33 years away like three yeah and not to say that time is flying by or anything but like the older i get like right like i'm happy for it like Mm -hmm. when i hit 30 like I'm not worried about 30 because I know I'm going to be a bad bitch. Mm-hmm. Like, in the face of mid-30s and, hell, even the face of Cicely Tyson is 90. The the way things are changing. When we were growing up, I think it's because when you saw women in their 50s and 60s, you saw, like, librarians, frumpy, 
A lot right. of the times, like when you looked around, not mm-hmm. necessarily saying in our families, but when you looked around, you saw a lot of the receptionist, fupa. Yeah. If you watch Basketball Wise LA, then you know what a fupa is. I love Drea. You saw fupas, <laughs> you saw gla- thick glasses, you saw bad dye jobs, like women who still put themselves <laughs> together, but they were overweight. Like, you know, and the face of that has changed because Gabrielle right. Union is 44, Angela Bassett is 57. Right. Chris Jenner is, you know, well, she's not of color, but I'm just saying as far as still looking good. Right. You know, so it's just like, there's nothing to really worry about if you do your part. Mm-hmm. You got to take care of yourself. Right. You can't just Moisturize, sunscreen. Hydrate, eat right. Mm-hmm. So um, those are goals for me. So yeah. I'm not worried about that either. Yeah, no, like I said, like, I definitely remind myself, like, the older I get, the younger I realize that I am. And I think that people need to really realize that. And, you know, it's good to have long-term goals. Like, you know what, I, and like, I don't shame anybody for doing this, but vision boards... I have a vision board. Well, I had one in Chicago. That's how... I, and Hollywood was on there. And look where I am. Well, look at that. But I just... From... I think for me, in my personal life, maybe because I take so many risks. Mm-hmm. Like, you know me. Like, I'm very, yes. like... Impulsive. Impulsive. Like, this is what I want. Da, 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 da. So, like, for me, I will have an exact plan. And an opportunity will may come my way. And it may not fit with my vision. But, like, because it fits for... It's something that wasn't planned, mm-hmm. and it came my way. And so, like, for, like I'm in a fucking museum, like, mm-hmm. and I took the opportunity not because I wanted to be in a museum, because mm-hmm. it happened, and because like the order of steps in the universe, and that's what. Well, that happens with vision. Vision boards are very reaffirming. Yeah. Like uh, there was something reaffirming about sitting through all those old magazines and Ebony's and Essences mm-hmm. with my glue stick and my scissors and cutting out all of <laughs> yes. the things that I wanted to, and then waking up. Like my vision board in Chicago, the one that I created is incomplete. Mm-hmm. So that's what's so funny. But I I do remember that I have stuff with you know like Oprah and all of this stuff and I and and Hollywood and TV and just. How much, how much of that has manifested itself, you know? Mm-hmm. And like I said, this is incomplete, but it's it was something so reaffirming when I was working at cos- in the cosmetic section of Macy's and waking up every morning and before I hit the bathroom to go get ready, I'm looking at this poster board, mm-hmm. you know, that I, you know, it's nice to sit down with a glass of wine and some, you know, music playing in the background or maybe the TV on. And to stare at it? And, no, and really piece oh. your vision board together. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Yeah, Something no, I very, hear, I hear very, you. Uh, you all should try it if you don't have vision boards. I, I encourage everyone to have a, yeah. a vision, even though I don't currently have one. But yeah, they're I really, mean, I, really I nice. say write shit down. Like I always like if something comes to my head, like I write it down. Yeah, I write it down too. Like but even in my notes, it, too. when you see the picture, it is, it's yeah. different. I don't know. But if you don't write it down, it doesn't count. I do. Believe I think like that vision boards clash with my thing. feng shui of like style. I want like. Okay. Cut up magazine. To each his own. Yeah. I love I have a vision. But, yeah. But, so, we're going to go on. We, I think we've talked about so much, like, thus far. Yeah. Um, this conversation is very organic. I don't know if you answered my question, though. What was your question? Do when I, I said, get... do you want to get married? You just said, said the older, the older you older get. I get, the more I... It's, I'm... Okay. If the right person comes along, Yeah. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna well, go into a situation. Case. No, no, no. I'm saying like, I'm not gonna go into a situation wanting to get married. Gotcha. Like I'm not gonna like sit here and like have this preconceived like notion of what I want out of a person. Gotcha. If someone comes along and we vibe, and that's my partner in crime, mm-hmm. and we develop this relationship, and eventually five years later, I want to be like, yeah, let's just get married or let's do this. Mm-hmm. But I just want it to be 
I'm not going to go into something wanting something out of wanting marriage out of it because I just want to go into something loving them and just that mm-hmm. being what it is. And if marriage is Let what it naturally comes, evolve. Yeah. If, if you want to do an Oprah Stedman or if you want to do a. Yeah. Like I'm okay with not getting married Me if too. I have somebody that I genuinely love. And, you know, if we're both on the same page and we want to get married, sure. But, like, if we both don't want to get married, I'm not going to say, like, well, in five years, this is what's going to happen, da 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 Like, no, right, that's not right, how right. I operate. That's and not I think practical. That's, right. And that's, that's how a... I've operated all my 20s, and that's and I'm single. Like, yeah, you know. So yeah, that's kind of where I'm at mentally. So if Bay comes around and, you know, we develop something and it's fireworks and champagne, and next thing you know, <laughs> we're... <laughs> We're walking down the aisle, or we're, we're doing whatever we want to, whatever we want to do. Yeah. Like, I mean, wedding, I, I think I want to do a destination wedding for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, the actual, like, marriage, you know, I'm, I'm fine either way. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of marriage, um, Amber Rose and her marriage, and, like, we're so confused as if she's divorced or not. Um, well, because the article said estranged husband. Yeah, so, oh. Amber Rose, basically what had happened was something, some recording was being used to basically solicit prostitution. Mm-hmm. Um, and she found out, and she went on The Doctors, um, which is the daytime Speaking of which, show. let me just share, I hate to interrupt you, but that's very, very popular in L.A. I had a friend tell me that... It was popular. When, like, sex rings and trying to solicit girls for prostitution, because um, I almost was a victim of something similar. I had a friend tell me we were in the car... And he was like, well, my friend says uh, if you're like a model or a dancer or something, you can go on tour. Now, this tour didn't even sound right. It contained Faith Evans, Chris Brown, Trey Songs, and like names like that. So I'm like, Faith and Trey? But anyway, R&B they were like, meets the best sheet tour? I don't know. But they said the directions. I said, is this reputable? And he was like, yeah, you know, she's a dancer. And so the directions were to um, contact the person and give them my Instagram like, okay. I can text or call, give them my Instagram, and then they would take it from there. So I sent them my Instagram, told them my name, told them how old I was, even though I gave them an industry age. And how and they contact you? This was an Instagram post. Okay. Okay, that my friend saw uh-huh. from a reputable dancer. This isn't okay. just a little nilly-willy, you okay. know, type, L.A. type. This one person is a reputable dancer who posted this. And so... I sent over my information, just my name and my age and my Instagram. From there, they wanted two pictures. So I sent two pictures. And I wasn't even thinking because this is coming from a reputable source. So then from there, um, he said it was a guy and he said that he wanted two pictures of me because I sent like professional photos and he just wanted like, so I just went in the bathroom and took like some selfies. They were just face selfies, mm-hmm. not body for some of you all <laughs> up there like, damn, Char is dumb. And so he was like... I wish I still had these messages, but he asked me if I had my $500 deposit and something along the lines of like, how bad do I want this and things like this? 500 for uh, travel. And I said 500. No, he didn't say for travel. I said $500 for what? And he never responded back to me, but we ended up getting into it because he was asking me all these interview like questions. Uh-huh. And you know, I'm very wordy and quick on my toes. So I was answering them back and I think he was trying to trip me up. And he was looking for someone who was dumb. And right. I was too smart. And I had too many questions. Uh-huh. I had too many questions regarding this. Like, mm-hmm. y'all supposed to be paying me. And so when we went back to the dancer's page, I don't know if there was some mess, but the, the post that she had posted was gone. 
And so when I typed in the number that I was texting, it was to some like Mexican man down in South LA who right. doesn't look like a tour manager or anybody affiliated with the tour. So what I was thinking was they're re- recruiting girls because he kept asking me how bad I want this and do I want to meet Chris Brown and all of this stuff. And what? I feel like for they were looking for, yes, this was for a job to either model or be dance. a background dancer. And I was like, I do both. I mean, I'm no one You're a dancer? Pony. I can dance, yeah. I can do choreographed dancing. I'm no ballerina. Uh-huh. But Fun I can fact. I can give you a cute uh, eight count. Uh-huh. Yes, oh my goodness, two, sickening. So um, boom cat. So yeah, that was just like my little quick story. But wow. I wish I still had these messages so I could really really go into detail. But all in all, that is what I think it was. I think it was a prostitution type thing, and they were looking for girls who were vulnerable and thirsty for this industry industry stuff. Right. And then that's how they were going to get you meet me here type thing. So that's what happened with Amber Rose. Basically, they took. A clip of her from when she was having issues on Ustream, like connection issues on Ustream four mm-hmm. years ago. Right. And they were promising girls, you can talk to Amber. And they would FaceTime these girls with that Ustream. And it would seem like, oh, there was like a bad connection and right. Amber went out. So that's how they were trying to recruit these girls. Mm-hmm. And then someone went and filed a police report. Right. Amen. And she found out because someone tied her on Instagram. Craziness. Um, this is the shit that goes on in major cities. I mm-hmm. would say all across oh, yeah. America, but I don't really see this. Ha- well, actually, mm-hmm. I can't see this happening in small towns. I guess probably, like, people flying out. Yeah. Like, we're gonna fly to LA Exactly. To we're gonna fly da, to da, LA da, da, to meet Chris Brown. Right. And, and then, little do you know, you get... We're gonna put you in a modeling house. And you get a needle stuck in your arm, and you wake up in Russia somewhere, mm-hmm. chained to a bed. Calling your daddy from a collect call. Um it's terrifying. So... Jesus. While on that show, Amber Rose basically made a statement that said, All men cheat, and if they love you, you will never find out. Mm. Let me repeat that. All men cheat, and if they love you... If they love you enough. Enough, they will never... You will never find out. Yes. So, Char, I'm... You know, my thing is, when I look at a statement like this, my first question that I feel like, well, my first point that I feel like I need to make is that cheating can be done in a myriad of different forms. Cheating does not always consist of physical cheating, okay? Okay. Does not always consist of sex. but emotional cheating. I think Amber was referring to sexual encounters, and I think that, of course, she is making this point based off of drawing from her own experiences, Mm -hmm. but... My thing is, and some of you all listening are probably going to hate me for saying this. Okay. I'm literally smack dab in the middle. You're in the middle? I'm in the middle with this statement. Okay, part so what part of it? it? Almond sheet or if they love you enough, you will find out. Or that you'll never find out. What um, part? I don't want to say all men cheat. But I do part of, that's what I'm saying, part of me does believe the entire statement as a whole. I can't break it down like that. Okay, so let's break it down. With and, and things like so that. So you don't know, it. you're on 50-50 with Almond Cheat. I'm on 50-50 with all, the entire sentence. I'm on 50, I, half of me believes all men cheat and if they love you enough, then you won't find out. And then half of me thinks that that is all, that entire sentence is a load of shit. Okay. So, okay, because is, if you love someone, if you re- truly, truly be love someone, self control shouldn't be an issue. Okay, that's what I believe. Self control. So the really, cheating part of it. The if, first you really part of the love, if you really love, if you really love Shar, then when temptation comes, it shouldn't even be a factor. Yes, temptation 
we all, you know, get tempted. But no, 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 no. I'm not going for that. But then that goes back to our, um, the first episode one of Kiss and Tell Radio. We talked about monogamy. Like, are we socialized to believe that we're meant to be with only one person? And if cheating physically with someone does not, because you're bringing not... germs, you're bringing pot- potential STDs back in my bed. That is very true. There's a whole, you are risking essentially my life. Because I don't know what these hoes out here got. So. But, okay. Mm, if you bring, like, health into it, I could definitely. Well, that that's a, that's a big factor. That's mm-hmm. a big, big factor. I mean, it's a big factor. Even with but, condoms, like, I think people. Juice is still being exposed. It's and... definitely a big factor. But I think the factor that people don't break up because, you know, you almost gave me chlamydia they break up because they're emotionally hurt from the I broke up with someone because of that I think I shared that story on here so they gave you chlamydia no he did not give me chlamydia but he contracted chlamydia and he told me he went that was your boyfriend yes I think I shared this story no you did I've never heard that before I went out of town because this was in high school though but I went out of town because I did this event called snowball and it's like anti- suicide it's like suicide prevention what an interesting name and that's what it's called snowball <laughs> but it's nice it's a really really nice event and you go like it's like almost like camping but not camping and it's just a whole bunch of kumbaya type iyanla van zant spiritual relief type shit i did not i never struggled with suicide but with being lgbt identified in high school a lot of LGBT people people went there too because, like right. I said, it was like getting your ba- your spiritual batteries recharged. It was something that was reaffirming. Mm-hmm. So while I was there, I took him out to dinner prior to me leaving because I knew I was going to be gone this weekend. Um, and when I got back, I knew that his best friends were throwing him a hotel party because, you know, when you're teenagers, that's something that's pretty big. At least in Chicago, it was. I hear too. And when I got back, I called him. I think I got back on a Sunday and I did not hear from him. I kept calling him and I'm like, why isn't it, you know, he answering the phone and he called me like on a Thursday and I was in play practice because I was, yes, I was in the musicals and I stepped outside. I remember this vividly and he told me that he had cheated on me during his hotel party with two people and that he had contracted an STD and I said, Godspeed. Okay, so, okay, with that and situation, I dismissed him. did you dismiss him because he got an STD, or did you Both. dismiss him? Both. But what was more, what hurt you more? What hurt me more was the cheating, only because I respected him for telling me. What, what I could, can say is at that time, if I would have been sexually active with him, and then he told me the story, I would have been pissed that I was exposed to an STD, and you and he knew about it. And right. did nothing to stop this sexual encounter between me and him. You know that you got something. Mm-hmm. The drips. So that that would be, at the, the but the, that's why I'm saying it was different circumstances at the time because we hadn't even seen each other since right. I took him out to dinner. It was that you cheated on me, but I was upset about the STD. But you were more upset at the cheating. Absolutely. More emotionally, the emotional, the Absolutely, physical connection. Absolutely, because I spent my last. Man. Okay, I spent mm-hmm. my last to take him out. For his birthday. <laughs> I was in high school and I wasn't working. Right. That's day. So, you know, and he didn't Applebee's. have a car. I used my car, my gas, and, you know, I just didn't have time for that. So I did break Your up leather. with him. Your leather. Okay. I did break up with him because of that. But if he had exposed me, if we had had sex, if I, if I had come back from Snowball and I went over his house and we had, you know, well, back then Netflix and Chill wasn't around, but if Blockbuster and Chill and we ended up having sex... 
And then let's say that following weekend, he would have told me, Shar, I cheated on you during my party last weekend mm-hmm. and I contracted an STD. I would have been pissed about the STD, more pissed about the STD because you exposed me to that. I can get over cheating. But then not, I mean. I don't want to have to be going to the like clinic. Like I said, people don't break off, break up things because they like catch an STD. Unless they, I mean. That's or, a generalization. Or That's a it. sweeping generalization, Jace. You can't say that. No, but I'm saying like you the reason why that. people. No, but I'm saying people are more hurt by the physical act. You can't say that. Who are you to say that? Really? Yes. Who are you to say Gen- that? Generally. Who are you to say what... What? That's a, that's a generalization. You don't know that to be true. I think if you take a survey, people will be more hurt that they were physical with somebody else than... Than being ex- potentially exposed to an STD. Yeah. I disagree. Really? I disagree. It depends because relationships are so layered. It depends on how long the relationship was. It depends on the dynamic of the relationship. If you're putting my physical health into question, I can get no, over the emotional shit. No, that's a huge part. Shit. That's a huge part of it. I can get over emotional it. shit. I can go get me a tub of Ben and Jerry's or go out for a girls night in West Hollywood and dip and do it and get over the emotional part. Mm-hmm. Men come every 15 minutes, okay? So to speak. You can take that out of context if you want. But... <laughs> If you're putting my physical health in in jeopardy, if I have to worry whether or not I could possibly wake up with a fucking bump on my lip or some type of anything, that is when you have to die, in my opinion. That is what's going to piss me off because I can get over the emotional stuff depending on the circumstances of the relationship. Were Were we together for three months or were we together for two years? What was the dynamic? Were we having trouble or did I think everything was sugar sweet? So, in my opinion, it's being exposed to S- STI or STD or whatever you want to call it. Because people are here I know. I nasty. think, yeah, I, well, I'm the complete opposite. I think I would be more, I don't think I would even, like, register that at first. Because, like, for me, it'd be, like, condoms. You have sex. Like, having sex does not necessarily mean STD. It does I not, think, but not everyone practices safe sex. I know, but like I think for me, if I was in, in love with somebody, the and, shit, and if I was with somebody, I would be more hurt by the fact that they went behind my back and slept physically with somebody else. That would be the more hurtful part for me, and that would do. That would be. We're gonna have to agree to disagree. Yeah, and I because definitely, I know that and there I definitely be, want commentary. I know that there could be no. No emotional attachment to sex. I've had sex with guys who I've had no emotional attachment to. Yeah. But then, like that's my thing with, like, is monogamy something we're socialized to believe in? Cause... Well, I've had sex. I haven't had a boyfriend. I've never cheated. In any mm-hmm. relationship that I have ever been in, Char has never, ever, 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 ever cheated. But you've been, been cheated tempted. on. I have been cheated on. But I'm saying like with chlamydia. me. Yeah. With me. That wouldn't be an issue for me. Have I been tempted? Yes, but I'm mm-hmm. fiercely loyal to the guys that I date. Well, guys that I'm exclusively dating. Mm-hmm. That's just been me. I've ne- I've been placed in compromising positions, but I know where my bread is buttered, and I just that's just how I am. Mm-hmm. That's how I've always been. You got me hungry. I haven't eaten a day either. Me either. Just tea. Mint yeah, tea and honey. Same. And the honey was in the refrigerator. I don't understand. Who refrigerates honey? <laughs> 
<laughs> like that was so bizarre to me. It was so hard to get out. It was. I, I can was see if squeezing. it was one of those honey things that has the honeycomb. My veins were popping out. Oh my gosh, I'm too exhausted. I didn't go to bed. Like I got four. I'm off for four hours of sleep, and I'm like, I don't have time for this yeah. today. So I just drink my tea, just kind of just right. It's well, like mint water, mint hot water. This is an interesting conversation. I definitely want to continue, and we want feedback too. So um, definitely shoot us an email if you go to my own website. Um, jspearing.com there's a comment box at the bottom same with char says so.com same with char says yeah we want to hear so like if someone cheated or if you were cheated on in the past or you know you cheated on somebody was a person that you were involved with or were you yourself more hurt by the physical act of taking something that is so intimate outside of the bedroom or your relationship or were you more hurt by the fact that you were putting someone's life in danger potentially potentially and like i said every situation is different you could be together for six months or you can be together for two years you could have a fast love like how you know how people just fall in love and get married after a month of knowing each other or it could be and it depends on if you were having trouble it it's it's a layered conversation, but I'm just saying from my personal experience because I've never been and in love. An, and that's in a monogamous relationship. Let's, let's oh, be clear, oh. I have never been in love ever. You know, yeah. So, see, like, ever. I I'm like a Tyler Perry movie. Like, do not break my heart. Never. Like, been I in cannot love. imagine having a divorce because like a breakup will take a toll on me and like. You know, oof. And I've also, never been thank in love. you for all my friends because they have seen me at my complete worst. And I'm completely out of character and I'm like that way for a while because I'm hurt. That, yeah. So, mm, that's another aspect to put in there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that's yeah. what I keep saying. It's layered, man. But this we do want to hear you all's feedback. And Absolutely. speaking of feedback, mm-hmm. we um, are opening the floor for listener like suggestions. And it's kind of like a suggestion box for Kiss and Tell. Right. If you have any like comments or anything that you all think that we should maybe. It's just any Touch suggestions, upon. any yeah. questions. If you have any questions you want us to answer on air for next episode, please let us know. You can mm-hmm. tweet me at Char Says So. You can find me on Facebook at Char Says So. You can visit com and type in that comment box that Jace was just talking about for mm-hmm. feedback. But we really, 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 really want to hear listener feedback yeah. and what are things that you all think that we can maybe improve on or, or anything. Just let us know. We're open to it all. Yeah. And we're built for it tough, so our feelings don't get hurt. What are just feelings? don't be rude. Do not be rude. But That's, well, they can be rude, but don't be mad when I answer with a fuck you. See. You can be rude all you want to. This is a free country. You can say whatever you want to, but don't be upset when you get to have the repercussions. So we're opening the floor to you all. Well, the floor has always been open, but we're really trying to get you all to be more interactive. Yeah. No, I mean, we both get And Landon also wrote a dope um, feature as well. Yes, on Um, his website. I wish I knew the URL right now, but we both retweeted it. Yeah, we did. So, Um, um, So, yeah, hit us up. At Jace Barron, jacebarron.com. Email is info at jacebarron.com. Thank you for all the feedback. I mean, I get texts, tweets, smoke signals constantly a day um, saying that they love the show and our dynamic and everything like that. So I, we appreciate the, all the feedback and support and love. Um, it does not go unnoticed or overlooked. Um, so thank you. Hit us up. All right, guys. See you next time. Love you. Look forward to those messages. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Bye.